Adelaide, Richmond and Sydney roll on and West Coast produces the goatest win of all time. It was so goat. <laughs> it's time for Skinfold's AFL podcast. A Razi old Fantasia. Oh, they're all over you, Mingy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Just ask that guy to just say, excuse me at least, yeah. he's going to do it. That's what? absolute nonsense. A Razi old Fantasia. A Razi old Fantasia. Well, that would have been nice if he'd actually said, excuse me. A Razi old Fantasia. Tip and Woody. Little quick handball over the top of the burger. A Razi old Fantasia. A Razi old Fantasia. We're back. Um, welcome, one and all. We've been away for a couple of weeks. Um, hello to James. Hello. Hello to Dave. Hello. Uh, we're back in action. We've just viewed four reasonable games. So three average ones, one incredibly I'd say one good one. decent yeah, game. One amazing game. Um, it's been a, some mixed results. I think probably all the results basically went the way we would have thought, fellas. Yeah. For this first week I think so. I think I think Port were the, the only ones that were favourites for their game, but I kind of thought that Port were going to lose from the start. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had a yeah. lot of money on West Coast. <laughs> Did you Lost. win any? No, we'll come to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back for Caddy's losses. For the week. <laughs> um, fellas, any uh, any housekeeping? Yes. Well, yeah. Do you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, no, so I've got a I've got a little clue for you for Dave's like a virgin. Yes. For this week, at the end of the show, um, you'll be playing it. Yes, yeah, so I'll play it at the end of the show. So yeah. I'll give you a clue now. Disclaimer from the start: it's incredibly impromptu, <laughs> and uh, so impromptu to the point where it might just be fucking shit. <laughs> We're definitely but I'll, doing one take as well. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll give you a, I'll give you a clue anyway. So it's a bit of a wordy, long-winded one. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost, a bit of a, almost a bit of almost a bit of a riddle, what if you, you will. For a podcast, yeah. So couldn't even remember the fucking like, one minor you gave us yeah. last week. <laughs> so. What journey be twisted? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, nah, my nickname was Inspector Gadget. I was a part of the 1993 Premiership team, known as the Baby Bombers. I'll give you that bit. Okay, okay. I have a younger sister, hypothetically. She went to Blackwood High School. I've named this song after her. So it's a Bombers player, Baby Bombers. Sister went to Blackwood High School. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, went to the most bizarre clue. Imagine if someone out there got it, just like rung it, just went, yeah, AFL podcast, 61. Czech Republic. Oh, yeah. If you know the player, it narrows it down. If you know the player, message us in. Okay. Email us. We're live. I'll I'll repeat that. I'll repeat that to you at the end as well. Yeah, okay. We'll think of it. I'll give you the hot tip. We're... Won't be able to get that. No fucking idea. Until then, James, shall we launch in? <laughs> Let's do it. Game one, Tom. Yes. A cracker. Adelaide, 84, defeated GWS Giants, yes. 48. We saw it. Uh, not Well, we didn't go to it, but we did watch it. Uh, this went basically the way that we would have expected. Actually, we would have expected <laughs> GWS to probably get a bit closer. I, yeah. I think most people yeah. would have expected no. GWS would be no, closer. Definitely. But in the end, it was very, very comfortable. Um, some stats to start us off. This is, keeping in mind these first stats, I thought, well, what's a good indication with Sloan out? What would Adelaide have wanted? And clearly, we absolutely wanted our midfield to stand up. And these first stats kind of show that they did without our, our key midfielder. Clearances, 42 apiece for both sides. Contested possessions, 159 to Crows, 160 to GWS. So basically exactly the same. Inside 50s, 52 apiece. 
So our midfield stood up very, very well. Yeah. Um, Adelaide's ball use was just a lot better than, than GWS's. So same inside 50s, but they really did butcher their opportunities. Um, with the with the midfielders as well, it was always yeah. going to be a case of if Sloan wasn't playing, the you know the Crouch brothers had to really stand up together yeah. and, and they were both superb. And yeah. Yeah, I think Greenwood Greenwood came in and like did a did a good job as well. well so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tomate is probably going to get dropped for Sloan next week. Who will? Uh, probably Greenwood I because they though, I think they need the seed now. No, that because um, Smith's done his knee, so the seed's probably going to keep his spot. That's exactly what I said, didn't I? And then, and then Greenwood would go out. No, but no, you, no, you got Smith, but Smith's out. So I've Sloan made, will come I'm, in for Smith. I've made a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Sloan will carry on, as you want. Um, on that, yeah, Brad and Matt uh, Crouch were fantastic. Brad, 78% efficiency for his 27 touches, uh, eight tackles and a goal. Matt, 31 touches at 81% and seven tackles. That's what you want from a two kind of pronged midfield attack. Yeah. I thought they were, as we said, well supported by Greenwood. Um, Douglas, Richie Douglas, two goals. Um, and Tom Lynch as well. 25 touches, 10 marks and a goal, kind of playing his Dougie winger. Dougie just winger continues on. to be that sort of support act who, like, who, who didn't start fantastically well, but had a no. really strong middle and end of the season where yeah, he started yeah. racking up, you know, pretty consistent sort of, like, 25s and stuff and kicking a couple and kicking of snags. kicking goals, yeah. most weeks as well. Yeah. Um, Aging backwards. He was actually yeah. one that I was saying, nah, he's done. Like, he's, he's probably not going to... Yeah, he's he's been fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, the big controversial decision from Leon Cameron was to go tall, even mm. though it was clearly going to be a wet game. Um, yeah. Rory Lobb, John O'Patton, Jeremy Cameron, all goalless. Yeah. There's no way they're going to win a game if they're three gun key forwards. I'm going to kick a goal between them. So um, that was you know half to do with the supply that they were getting and half to do with the conditions. And obviously Adelaide defended them really well as well. But yeah. Um, so that's a, a huge result for Adelaide. Eddie Betts as well worth mentioning. He's kind of had a little bit of a knock on him. He's played a couple <coughs> of finals for the Crows the last couple of years, but he's never really stood up. There's been a few finals where he's been silenced, yeah. but he stood up. He was fantastic. In the he's definitely one to be targeted by the opposition as well, yeah. who and they really look at like shutting down. Yeah, he, <coughs> he, to. he took Heath, um, Heath Shaw to the cleaners, kicked three goals too. That probably doesn't tell the full story. He could have had probably four or five. He handed yeah. that one off to Jenkins, running yeah, to the 450. Yeah. And, um, in the end, a very comfortable win. A bad loss for GWS. <coughs> They've lost. We were just discussing before. Cameron and Mumford out now for the rest of the finals. Yeah. So their best forward, basically, and obviously their best ruckman out. So I don't know where that leaves them. Where do you see? Yeah, I think they're in trouble. I think uh, I can't even remember if I did it from one of my. Yeah, we'll come to it later in one okay. of our yays or nays yes. in their, their list. We'll we'll have a look at that later. Sure. But, uh, game two, Tom. Uh, before we do, if oh. I may, no, there was <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> there was something um, that was a little bit noticeable during this game. Actually, before this game, I just want to play a little bit of audio <laughs> for our listeners at home. Yeah, um, this is Don Pike. Um, in the post-match press conference. He's being asked a question by a journalist. Shut up and listen. <laughs> That's not the right <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh, come on. Should we reenact re- re- it? I, I know the question. Take, do, you want, do you want to be the answer? Yeah, if you be the journalist. Okay, like... Okay. <clears throat> Okay, so uh, you guys came in uh, with an interesting sort of uh, manoeuvre at the start of the game, and you lined up for the anthem in the uh, old uh, Power Rangers stance. What was uh, the thought behind that? No thought at all, really. 
Don, uh, mate, we know you're lying. <laughs> that was literally it, and, they, and he, looked at, he looked straight to somebody else and they went to the next question. Don, mate, you have become my newest target. It's time for HJ's Conspiracy Theory <laughs> of the Week. Fantastic. But I, I swear I'll try to rectify it. So Don Pike, if you didn't hear that exclusive audio that we said before, uh, he was asked, you know, straight out, what was the reason for the national anthem stands? I think everyone probably would have seen it. It was this bizarre thing where, obviously, with a national anthem, usually every team stands arm in arm, joined in a holding hand. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Mm. Do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, arm arm, and they went up, they lined up, and the That'd crows, the crows clearly purposely stood, kind of apart. Their legs kind of spread, arms down by their side, was, clenching fists. It was a very similar to how Cristiano Ronaldo stands before he takes yes. a cricket. Yeah, actually very similar. Yeah, very similar. It's, yeah, how you'd, it's how you'd mm. stand if you're about to do the haka. But yeah. they obviously didn't do the haka. And, and Don Pike was, was asked, you know, was there any reason? He said no. Don, we know you're lying. I, it's a kind of a pretty simple conspiracy theory this week, guys, which is that there has to be a reason behind it. The best reason, most simple reason, I think, is that Quite simply, it makes the players look kind of more spread out, wider and bigger and more intimidating. If that's, I know they're against a professional AFL side in GWS, but maybe I think Dermot Burden called it perhaps an optical illusion. Where GWS like, wait, how many players have they got? There's forty of them. They can't do this. And they're way longer than us. Just kind of wigs them out. But yeah. um, one thing that I did notice that. Um, Phil Davis was kind of they pan across obviously during the national anthem. <coughs> Phil Davis was whip, kind of smirking, whispering to Callum Ward, and I think he was kind of saying like, "What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Here? Why are they standing yeah. like that?" I think it was a really kind of old school tactic. Apparently, it was spontaneous, which I don't think I don't believe. I don't I know how that. you could possibly orchestrate I that. They, I reckon they definitely orchestrated that before like, the text game. Text just walks out. He's like, "Oh, this fucking like." It was text, up apparently the reports are that it was Tex Walker who, yeah, who did it. Or even um, Tex would have just said, "Boys, on me." Yeah, and yeah, he stood he like that, and they were looking around like, and "Fuck like, me, that's dangerous." <laughs> so it's a bit, of a, a bit of a strange thing, but I, it got me thinking. Like, even if it is a bit strange, and GWS maybe smirk and laugh, all it really has to do is not even necessarily intimidate anyone. We know GWS are a young team. Maybe they got some players that it would intimidate. Maybe you got a player who's like, "Geez, I'm, I'm gonna mark up against Mitch McGovern. I'm about to get drilled by this big yeah. boy." But even if it didn't intimidate them, even if it just puts them off by five percent, we're talking ninety seconds before the first bounce. Yeah, I think it's like it's just a, it'd be it'd be something as well. Like the, the top side, we're going pretty well. Yeah, like you, you look across and they're doing something that like you we've never seen it before. Like it, no. it might be just such a subtle sort of thing, but it, it's just something like real different. So you're like, yeah, it, it might just be as much as like fuck, they're confident. Yeah, like, they're exactly. Fucking right. confident yeah, side. Question, question to both of you. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought I it was something didn't see it spontaneous. Live. I didn't. I didn't. See, I don't remember seeing it live, no. but um, we talked. I don't about know how I though. possibly missed it. Like I was here watching. Oh, we did. I we guess you had to pay attention. We were making a spag ball, weren't we? Yeah, we making yeah, a spag ball. Well. I was um, kicking the pillow around. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I agree that it, it does show confidence. It's not kind of to the point where it's arrogance. It's not they're standing no. there with their arms in the air. Though. It was yeah. just a little tactic. Jordan Lewis um, tweeted in. No one cares about him, obviously, but he tweeted and said that the tactic was weird and bizarre. 
thanks for your opinion, Jordan. It's good to see you've got some time on your hands to tweet now that you've uh, choked and missed the final. So thanks for your opinion, mate. That means a lot. Um, but despite how weird it was, I think it, it worked. Adelaide kicked three forward to GWS's one four in the opening term. Mm. And they just they were winning from the very start and they never looked back. So the interesting thing will be whether they do it against... They play either, either Geelong or Sydney in the prelim. I'll be interested to see whether they do it again. I think, oh, I to be honest... I can't see them doing not, it. I, think I don't think they won't. I don't think they will, and it's not because, like, <clears> oh, geez, these guys won't get intimidated. I think it's because once you've done it once, yeah, it kind of loses well. its effect. Yeah. If you do it against Geelong, I think it's, like, I, think it's a, like, I think it's a good ma- amount of, like, different as well. Like, it's only yeah. a subtle sort of thing. Like, we've, <clears throat> we've had the old... Like, when you're, like, just playing amateur footy and stuff, have the old, like, fucking... They come, like, warm up down the same end as you or, like, yeah. kick across you while you're yeah. trying to kick in the warm-up and shit. Like that. And it's, like, it's a little bit over the top and just fires the other team out. Like, that would have just been, like, be like, oh, just that's a bit strange. Bit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, there wasn't any real conspiracy apart from that Don Pike lied to a, a whole press conference and said <laughs> that there was no reason. Don, you could have just said, like, yeah. Yeah, we wanted to have a laugh. Like, there was clearly a reason, but... He doesn't change, like, his face at all either. He's dead serious yeah. just like no he's like he's protecting on. like nuclear codes yeah, like, you can admit to some things right but um, anyway James moving on shall we game 2 yep uh, Richmond 91 defeated Geelong 40 yeah this was Schmozling. a I think we watched did we watch this one together uh, I yes yeah we watched most of it and we would have thought um, basically up until 3 quarter time geez it's pretty neck and neck I oh no I watched it with Papsy on my own did you oh well that's, that's on your sad, own with Papsy sad, yep. sad Friday night for you guys <laughs> Um, no, I, I thought it was reasonably even. I saw um, Sell would take a mark, handball to Dangerfield. He kicked the goal on the siren. That was, was that, that half-time? Was, or? Uh, half-time, yeah. yeah. The scores were level kind of with about five minutes to go in the third quarter. And, it was, and that was just like after... Like, Richmond had so much of the play. Like, yeah. so much of the play in the first quarter. It was just ridiculous. And like we, me and Paps were saying, because I, I was trying to get on Richmond, like trying to get some money on them. And... Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I missed out. I was making some pasta early, <coughs> as you guys were before. But, like, they they were just absolutely smashing them the entire time. But, well, only, like, nine points ahead or something. Yeah. They just couldn't get the scores on the board. And then, yeah, like, they, they kicked that goal uh, going into half time, And it was, like, only a few points or something you, at You'd half-time, think Geelong were going to kind of maybe storm home. But the last quarter from Richmond was ridiculous. Yeah. Seven goals, three to Geelong's 1-1. They just blew them away to the point where I was watching it like almost laughing. Like they, Just everything was working for them and Geelong had no answers. Yeah. Um, in terms of some stats, Dustin Martin, geez, the Brownlow is obviously is and I reckon he could be, we'll talk about it in the ANA, but he could be having a very special final series. He was fantastic, especially in the last quarter. Um, Cochin was great as well. I think all their key players stood <laughs> up. Martin Cochin, Prestia, yep. who's been so so yeah, yeah. most of the year. Thirty-one touches, six yeah. tackles, and a goal. He was he was fantastic. One of the best players. Yep. Um, Rance also made sure that Harry Taylor didn't have the the same game that he yeah, did. Yeah, Rance was he was. How about the boys actually. getting around Cochin after that goal? Oh, that was that an incredible. Was fucking goal. unreal. That was an incredible goal. The the pick up from his ankle because he's he's, he's been like a bit of a tortured captain over the years he's like, been targeted a bit he's, yeah. been, he's been touted as just a shit shit captain or like a, a player that hasn't progressed or in a team yeah. that hasn't really done enough yeah and, and that's a, a bit of a moment for him I reckon he's coming to his um, full powers yeah, just definitely. one thing on Geelong we know there was a little bit of a um, selection dilemma we'll talk a bit more about the selection choices they made but one of them was obviously to bring Selwood back in who's been out for five weeks was it four or five four, four yeah. weeks with his um ankle injury he came back in 
was nowhere near the player that he usually was. He only had 19 touches. Um, it didn't really have much effect. The other thing was, this is what happens when you Selwood doesn't stand up. Um, Menengola, who we've been giving a big rap the last few weeks, was terrible. Yep. Duncan average. Yep. It means Dangerfield has to take a brunt of the work. He had 31 touches, but 45% efficiency. Yeah, it was he awful. Yeah, he did. He, he burnt nine, it so Nine bad. clangers, three more than any other player on the ground. So when you, when you try to get him to do too much... I think he gets the ball and he just thinks, I have to do everything. And he just ends up either trying to sprint and just pound the ball and just butchers it. Isn't it crazy that a game that he'd probably consider was one of his worst for the year still had 31? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Richmond... Just loves the nut. Yeah. Yeah. Richmond would be... They won by 51 points. Dangerfield's 31 touches and they won by 51 points. There's no no effect on that. That's the thing. Dangerfield's probably never going to have a lot of trouble getting the ball 30 times. It's just what he does with it. Like... He's too powerful and strong, and he obviously knows where the ball is. Yeah. Too powerful and strong to not get the footy. It's just like sometimes he just fucking does some bad shit with it. Yeah, yeah, he it really it. So yeah. now Geelong, um, I mean, they've got probably the hardest next final against Sydney. It'll be at the MCG, yeah. which you think, well, that suits them. Well, no, it doesn't because they don't play particularly well at the MCG. No. Sydney actually play. Sydney okay don't mind the, it, yeah. MCG, but so. like, if they do somehow win that, they've got to come to the fucking Crowville to the know, Den. For them, there's I don't think there's any there's chance. No way, Sydney, yeah. they've got a chance because they're they're in such good form. Geelong, even if they somehow get over Sydney, they're going to come to Adelaide Oval very sore, very tired. Guthrie's yeah. out now. Yeah, which is a bit of a midfield loss. Yeah, it's massive. Well, that was a massive um, part of Martin having such a big half because he was playing on. He was on playing on Dustin the first then, half. Yeah. He, Dustin had an okay first half, but he was sort of subdued as far as what he yeah. could do with the ball. Um, but um, yeah, so Guthrie usually takes a pretty good player, so that'll, <laughs> that'll really hurt them. Um, Richmond now, I mean, they, they've they earned it and they deserve it, but boy, they're making a grand final. I don't see how they're not making a grand yeah, final. They'll I think play so. either West Coast or GWS. It's either going to be a West Coast who can't travel with the MCG, no. or it'll be an undermanned GWS with Cameron and Mumford out, so... Yeah. Geelong, uh, sorry, Richmond fans, if you're out there, there might be one or two of you, I would start booking plane tickets. Yeah. I can't see them not making a grand. So. Yeah, and they might be dangerous in a grand final with yeah, 90,000. Yeah, the yeah. MCG. Yeah, so. I'd love to see West Coast get there. Oh, actually, no, I fucking wouldn't would want to talk about Go on. <laughs> Dave, off to a more, No, but more, more, more the romance of it yeah, than the actual team. To win like they did against Port, which uh, we'll get to in a little while, and then to win another final would be great. But mm. Yeah. Um, Game three, Dave, I reckon this might be one for you. Sydney, yep. 121. They pants the Bombers, 56. Truly pants. I'm not cop like, that, Patsy. Ne- yeah, cop that, Patsy. Um, neither of you saw this, did you? Uh, highlights, nah, but not didn't highlights. see a bloody so wing. It was, like, I watched it at Denham's place with Denham and his two younger brothers who are all Essendon and then Papsy as well and it was me just me there flying the flag solo and like (laughs) I wasn't being too too rude about it really because it was just such a pantsing it would have got to be embarrassing yeah they they kicked the first goal like down here kicked the first goal and they actually looked like they were sort of into the game like their their midfield pressure was pretty good for the first five minutes or so and then we just put them in the blender. I think we kicked the next 10 after that. <sighs> Fuck. So at halfway through the th- second quarter, I'm pretty sure we were about 60-odd to nine points or something That's like that. Disgusting. It was a oh. It was a hemorrhaging. It was honestly, oh. it was honestly terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like awful. Buddy, buddy, buddy kicked four, but there was a moment in the first quarter when he went down and got up and he looked real proppy and mm. he got hit from the side like he did in the grand final. It looked at Mike, it might have been like an MCL sort of injury. Yeah. Um, but just got a corky in the end. Yeah. Came back came back on, looked 
fucking terrible. Like, I was hobbling around. I just kept saying, "Put him on ice," even though it was one goal all. I yeah. just kept saying, "Put him on ice," because I knew I knew we were going to win anyway. Yeah. And then he came back on in the second quarter and kicked three goals in five minutes yeah. and just hell. dominated. Yeah. Um, my boy Dean Towers and Callum Sinclair, for that matter. My Dino. The the the, the fellas that hold a very dear place in my heart. You, I've heard you verbally abuse both of those guys before. <laughs> I, I, I despise both of these people, but they've actually come good. Like Dean Towers. Sinclair was great. Sinclair was great, yeah. and big dropping of Kurt Tippett. Yeah. Sinclair good, stood up. Naismith stood up. Yeah. Dean Towers was good. Um, as far as touches, I know I've complained to both of you about this, but I had Kennedy thirty or more. And he had 29, five minutes into the last. Didn't touch the nut again. For a guy that loves the nut. And he played in the midfield the whole time. Yeah. Didn't touch the ball again. I wonder That's why. Fucked. Did he just... Like, nah, was there was it? a few... Like, like <laughs> there was a few leg breaks that like went away from him and stuff. But you would be a squealing. I was squealing. But, yeah. like, from 15 minutes to go to about four minutes to go, I was just like, nah, a bit chilled. Yeah. And then I, when the four-minute warning came, it was, yeah, I, was, I started squirming. That's awful. Uh, that's right. Um, for Essendon, like... Hurley was alright, Goddard was alright. Bit of a shit game to send off poor uh, Job, and obviously to a lesser extent and, Kelly. Um, Kelly, yeah. Um, but you could see him walking off like he had a smile on his face. I think he's content. He's happy that it's over. They were never going to win that final. No, right? yeah, no, but I think I think he's just he's just wrapped this over. After that, like, like he's just going to start the next he, chapter he of his will life. Love life after footy one. Yeah, he for sure. He will. Um, <laughs> apart from that, like we're looking real good, yeah. and like we. I've, I'm quite confident against Geelong one because it's yeah. not as skilled but two yeah. because Ga- Guthrie's out and we're just uh, we're just killing it at the moment Sel- Selwood's fucked as well Selwood's early, fucked yeah. yeah early yay or nay for you do you think I've heard this <clears throat> during the week and I usually don't subscribe to it but I'll ask you do you think that having piss easy run against Essendon and then what we're expecting to be probably a reasonably easy win against Geelong maybe do you reckon that holds you in worse stead or better stead coming into a prelim and a granny? As in, would you rather uh, like a one-goal win, hard-fought win, or are you happy having a 70-point win and cruising through? Um, as in, yeah, well, I'm probably happy to have a 70-point <coughs> win, to be honest. Okay. I imagine there's less less threatening contact in a 70-point win compared <laughs> sure. to a one-point win. Yeah. And, like, we've been essentially, like to some degree playing finals for the last 10 rounds yeah, when we were good. when we when we were 0 and 6 and then 3 and 7 and Had we we kept having to win so we've played a lot of must win games this year i don't think yeah. we need to get tested with a close game in the next couple of weeks so we can come up against the crows and dethrone you in your own crib yeah, we'll see all right uh, and next one uh, for either one of you, not too sure. Uh, <laughs> that can be caddy. Uh, West Coast, the mighty West Coast Eagles defeated Port Adelaide 78 to 76. Incredible. And a fucking goddamn thriller. <laughs> what did I see this one? Unbelievable. Uh, that's, I think that's probably the most excited I've ever seen yeah. three neutral supporters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we don't. Follow or support. I hit the motherfucking roof, man. That was oh. that was the, probably one of the best games I've ever seen. Ever just, seen. Like to see OT was just fucking so good. Yeah, we have a port supporter in the room. Yeah, yeah. A very, very unhappy port supporter in Ryan Dykesman. All right, hit us. Okay, so uh, it, it teased us to be another sort of a shit game earlier thing. Um, West Coast sort of kicked a few early, and we we're like, oh no, here we go again. Like we're just gonna see a see Port roll over sort of yeah. thing but no they uh, they they came back to their credit and um, it was pretty close for for most of the game um, I would say sort of within a goal um, goal or two a lot of the time 
um, one of the stats that I saw on the screen that, like, I think it was actually by the time it got to, to overtime, West Coast had actually been in front for the entire game. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? it yeah. was literally every minute. Of the so game. I think yeah. it was... It was 108 it was, minutes to eight minutes or Yeah, like it was literally so, like 97 or 98% of the game. So, um, <coughs> yeah, overtime, which was fantastic to see. I was actually sort of hoping that... Um, it went to the double OT because I would have loved to see the the old um, was it first score? It's well, not even first goal. We'll, we'll, we'll get touch to on this. That. Oh, excellent. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, just a quick note um, to our friends at Sportsbet. Didn't pay out on my uh, West Coast one to thirty nine because of the um, the draw, which I was. Quite upset about. That's quite rude. You understand that zero is outside one to thirty nine, but obviously. But that's just rude. They fucking won, man. Won by two points, man. I've got a feeling sports bet takes no prisoners like yourself. Cunts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so overtime, Wingard just burned the fuck out of the ball twice. You see that on the wing? Like we're obviously watching it. Very un Wingard like. Yeah, and and it was it was obvious as well. It was it was kicks that he had within him. He had he had kicks within him, and he and he he's like sort of kicked it sort of like thirty five and just a little yeah. bit low yeah. and two on ones. McGovern cut them off, and it was just yeah real shit. The other yeah. one was though I think it actually was one of the wing guard ones that um, McGovern actually punched the ball a yep. long way over the line yep. in OT, and I thought he might have just punched the game away. And he could have marked it. Yeah, and, yeah, and he mar- he marks that like every fucking yep. time. Yep. So but he actually took about a hundred marks that game as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He, he actually. I think he was like um, sixteen marks. He, was, he had twenty five touches of fifteen marks, That's which is fucking. Epic. I would like to see how many of those intercepts. I'm gonna say yeah. at least. Him. Yeah, I would say so. Before probably you, probably gets like two or three switches or something like that. Before you get to the next man you're about to mention, would you think that McGovern was arguably, well, I won't say bog, but just the difference in terms of the clutch moments? Like he took a couple of really important marks and spoils. Yeah. Without him in the back line. I would say, I would say him and um, the man of the moment, Shuey, like um, only because Shuey not only kicked the goal after the siren, he ended up with kicking two, had 32 and 11 tackles. Yeah, that's... That's amazing. He, he was huge, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, the high tackle. Um, we got something like that on we later as well. Let's discuss it right now. So let's we don't go have for it. On it, like let's just Case say yes, yes or nay. There's three of us here. <laughs> yes or nay. Yes or nay. Yeah. Yeah. Nay, nay. Yes or yes. <laughs> yes or nay. <laughs> yes or nay. High tackle or play on. Yes, for me, high tackle. High tackle, definitely high tackle. Oh, yeah. I don't really care if he's done the sell and flick the arm no. up. Like, and he still got him around the... Ne- he yeah. didn't duck. No. no he's, he's, and, he's, and his body's sort of moving that way to flick up anyway. Yeah. yeah. His knees he didn't pushes, bend at all. And he pushes his arm up, but that's how you shrug a tackle. Like, that's just how it happens. And yeah. and the way you avoid that is, one, getting to the nurry first, or two, just yeah, like... like he When he starts his tackle, it's only, you know, 10 centimetres off the top of his shoulder. Just tackle lower. It's awfully you dangerous in that part of the game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And there's, so, no, there's no umpire in the world because I remember the AFL keeps saying, "Look at it in real time. Don't slow it down, frame by yeah, frame. Like, brr, brr, Look at it in brr, real time. Yeah. There's no AFL umpire in the world that would ever pay that anything but a high tackle. No, like, absolutely. He, take, he takes his head off. Like, there, yeah. there's only one one call there. Nah. So, um, yeah, just a fantastic game in the end. Um, yeah. Stats we, we covered Shuey. 
Um, all the midfielders really for West Coast um, had a had a pretty good game. Gaff had thirty four, but he wasn't super influential. I didn't I didn't think he did a lot with his touches. He butchered it a couple times. Yeah, so, actually, yeah. I remember at the end we we specifically because we were pretty heavily going for West Coast. He, <laughs> he burned it a couple times. Uh, mm. Prince had 33, 10 tackles. Mitchell had twenty six. How's Apparently that? No how's, tackles. How's that? Oh wow! No Interesting. Tackles, really? No tackles at wow. all. Yeah. Gets to the I think he first, did. Obviously. I think he did have a few free kicks from tackles. So he, he was trying to, but he didn't. How's, how's, <laughs> that, how's that from Prudis in potentially yeah. your last game? Like, you've obviously still, still got a bit of footy left. Yeah, yeah 33 and 10 tackles, yeah. yeah. Uh, their, Dixon, their inside hands are probably the best in the league. With, yeah, with honestly. Mitch, Mitchell and Prudis. Yeah, and should we guess inside nut as well? Two Brown and Middlest right there. Um, Dixon uh, had 23, three goals and six um, missed miss six. So yeah. really, really, like, could have... Won the game of his own boot. Like, I mean, it, it's good that he's... He did dominate. Yeah, like, it, it's he good did. that he's he getting did. enough of the ball to do that. But, like, you, you have to be good enough to lose the game off your own boot. But he did lose the game off his own we boot. Saw, so. the, two, the two in extra time as well were just, like, very good. Yeah, 35 yeah, marks, absolutely. Angle. Yeah, did all the hard work as well. Oh, and took the good marks it. and yeah. could have put them away and didn't, yeah. Um, Gray had 30, didn't hit the scoreboard with a major. Mm. Um, Wines had 28 and kicked a couple of snags. The good. rest were all right for Port. Dykes, any special comments for Port? Port support in the room, and he's got some wet tears on his on his cheeks. Yeah, um, personally, I just want to say, Quick, we really <laughs> should not, we really should not have gone overtime in the first place. Yes, yeah. agreed. Oh, yeah. There was a passage of play where two West Coast players ran to the open 50. They should have finished Both it. Both the ball where they should. Uh, yep. Yeah, absolutely. No, that is, that is true. Sign. Actually, who was it? was Gaff, wasn't it? it was one Gaff, of them. It was Yeah. That was fucking actually cooked. There was moments either side that, certainly for Port, they could have won the game, should have won that game. Yeah. In particular, like the whole game, obviously leading up to the overtime was really close and there was moments but they led by 13 points in overtime mm. we're mm. talking overtime mm. five minutes left and led mm. by 13 points yeah. JJ Kennedy two oh, goals yes. in the overtime yeah. that was clutch well. yeah two for sure Massive. you know yeah. I actually had him three or more into West Coast to win and you got paid out I got paid but out Caddy didn't yeah. it's almost the same bet it's because I'm a I can see how angry he's getting yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right it's, it's because I'm a loyal customer responsible responsible sports bet just a one quick uh, little thing I don't know if this um, got covered too well but I was just like roaming the, uh, the AFL website today Caddy roaming. Spitting, Caddy roaming, yes. Roaming Caddy. Spitting allegation against Sam Mitchell. Yes. Did you see this? I saw, I saw it just come up. One of the most before. ridiculous things I've ever fucking seen. It's, it's just like a massive media grab trying to yeah, trying to make it. something of nothing. What? And everybody came out and said, even so, like he tackled Sam Gray. Yep. He's bending over. Sam Gray's on the ground, and he just like he's he's oh, sorry. He, he just he just footage. like he just spits like by the looks of it. Yep. Like, and they've come out and said like the media's gone like. At him saying he's spat at Sam Gray. Right. Sam Gray's come out. Mitchell's come out. Everybody's come out and just said like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, stop trying to make something out of nothing. So like, the camera angle made it look like he spat on him or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just the media trying to pull pull something. So it's unnecessary. Fucking Damien Barrett. I, I imagine it was Probably because Damo. he's the the source of everything that is false. So. Correct. Um, and that's not good. only in footy; that's in life. <laughs> well covered, James. <laughs> um, all right, it's time for the viewer segment. One of our favourites. They've written in some very nice ones via email. It's time for yay or nay. It's yay or nay. Yay 
Yay or nay? Yay or nay, gentlemen. Um, I'll launch straight into it if I can. For sure. you, James. Yes, thank you. First, first one. If West Coast and Port had been level at the end of extra time, yep. then the current AFL procedure of next score wins, or I think golden point is what they yep. call it, is that the best way to decide the winner of the game? Yay or nay? I think, um, I think that... I'm not sure if it's the best way, mm-hmm. but it could possibly be the most interesting way. Okay. Because... But it's just going to be fucking chaos immediately from the first bounce. Like, can you just imagine how like scrappy it would oh, be? Incredible. Like, you, you think you think you're maxing out like when scores are level at the end of a game. Like, imagine if you all you know you have to do is just get a fucking point. You be. But you're just going to be barreling yeah. through, like picking it up and just <laughs> launching it as hard as you can. So I think like I've changed my mind on this a little bit. I think yeah. like I, before I was like. Look, like, it needs to be a goal. That's the aim of the game is to try and kick goals, not points. Okay. But fuck it. Just get it between any of the points. I'm, I'm still in the camp of goal. Only I love what you're saying in terms of the ferrot. Like, Thanks. it would be a million miles a minute. Yeah. Except your point of view. But the, the only thing I don't want to see is, like, um, you know, one team barrels it in, you know, 20 metre... 20 metres from goal is a marking contest and someone comes through and just punches it through yeah. for a point mm. and that wins the game. It's, I a, know bit, it's, it's a bit lacklustre. It's a little bit lacklustre you know where someone kicking I a... I changed pro- my mind. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> someone kicking a proper goal yep. would yeah. just be... And imagine, be imagine, the, imagine the noise yeah. if, when the, the opposition team is taking a set shot and they miss. Yeah. And then it slingshots down the yeah. other end. No, and that, that would be it though. Huh? That's it. No, no, if it's goal and goal I'm saying. Like for the goal, another point. Not oh, for the goal. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah and they miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I think categorical goal. Yeah, whereas you're right. If someone has a set shot and they miss, it's a bit lacklustre. Yeah, sense, no. And they still win. Yeah. Or yeah. Score, so. I agree with you now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, James. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't take a lot of... A lot of um, I thought I had my own point, but no. No, yeah. I think I think well, I like the whole... <laughs> I, thought, I think I like the whole setup of, you know, like... It, it would be more so you're you're really trying to get into a spot to kick a goal as well. Yeah. Like you're knowing like you, if you get a they get a kick out and they might be able to rebound off it and stuff as well. It, it would definitely change things. So, so just to, I, I would have loved to have seen that in the in the West Coast game. What would be you mentioned before? Maybe it's not the best. So what would be your preferred way? Because you assume the AFL went through huge discussions about what yeah what you do. So why have they picked this? What would you pick instead? Would it be just going um, Would it be I would have, shootout? Would it be some? I would have a touchdown. <laughs> Wait, you have to run the you ball have, across. You have to try, try the ball over. <laughs> you the must run. mark over. No, I'm not actually sure. I think I think um yeah I think it has to be a golden something after yeah, OT because okay. you don't want it to go on for another twenty minutes. Nah, nah, and they're just gonna be absolutely gassed as yeah. well. People got places to be. Um, <laughs> I reckon you get your two best wrestlers to bang out in a circle <laughs> formed by <laughs> all the players as first to tap. What about like a what about like only in the center square? You know, you do the handball games and you yep. just get nine on nine handball game. We're like first to three, the handball through the little goals. Like you, you bring out little cones. The sounds, crowd's just like sounds fucking no shit. <laughs> Imagine if you don't don't play footy and that comes out in front of you. Yeah. What the? What fuck about if they on? like upgrade the size of the ball? Oh no, downgrade the size of the ball to Wasting nobody. A bit of time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can move on if you guys are ready. <laughs> nobody size bouncy ball. Okay, anyway. Yeah. It's uh, over. Next Paper, one, scissors, rock. Okay. Um, Oh, this is okay. Yeah. Uh, Geelong uh, played Joel Selwood with an injury so bad that it was noticeable in the warm up. Um, I actually didn't see this, but the, the comments that yeah, BT was saying it was so bad that you could see him hobbling around a bit, like it, in the warm up, just like walking really? around and stuff. Yeah, oh, okay. he said it was really bad. Um, 
He seemed to have pretty little influence on the game. He managed 19 touches, five tackles, um, had six clearances, which is is not too bad. But by yeah, by his standards, is a long way off. Yeah. Um, assuming his injury um, can't have gotten any better from the game that he played, is he a liability this week? Do you change him? Um, it has. So his injury hasn't got better. Has it got any worse? Well, it it certainly can't really have. Matter. Like yeah, like I said, his ankle, his his ankle. So it's. it's Pretty fucked coming in. Yep. He's certainly not getting any better. He's going to go into the game exactly the same this week. Oh, jeez. If they've taken him this far and they've given, they've ticked him off and they put him to the first final, especially now that's gut, that Guthrie's out, you play him. Mm. Yeah. There's, no, like, there's just no other option. They've kind of signed their own death warrant there. If they were going to make a really bold statement, it's week one of the finals. It's not week two. When yeah, it's, that's true. When, when it's two yeah, when he didn't actually finals. come off with a re injured ankle. So, I think he plays again. I understand, like, there's always the dark shadows of AFL where they say, like, oh, you know, he's always got a little bit of a... You no, know, he's fine, he's 100% where players have little niggles and stuff. But yeah. surely you can't have a player coming into a game with an ankle injury that's so bad that he's hobbling in the warm-up and, yeah. and really has no, you know, significant impact. I How think, did they let that happen? Did I they think, think it was going to... Did Selwood come to them and say, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I yeah. wouldn't lie to you. I, I feel... I personally don't like him, so I think that it's all his fault. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like he might be the type of person who's like, no, nah, play me, I'm fine. Sort of yeah, reason. I think it would be. Like, yeah. just okay. blind toughness through, like, just dumb eyes where he just goes, no, nah, I'm fine. That's what tough footballers do. Yeah, yeah. Sort dumb, of thing. Almost so. dumb coach. Yeah, to the point where yeah, you're taking for sure. another teammate's spot who may be, maybe yeah. done better than and, you. And the other thing is, with the double chance, they could have not played him last week knowing that they come into this week with one more week off. Yeah. He, so... I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, especially how, especially how he played, considering that he didn't have a massive impact. There's no one else to replace him. Like, what other midfield are you going to bring in? Yeah. It wasn't great, but he can't get any worse, so you play him, I guess. Yeah. But you're not that happy about it, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, next one for you again, James. After the first round of finals, our boy Dusty Martin should be the front runner, the favourite for the Gary Ayres medal, which is the uh, the best player in a final series. So across, across you know, however many games he played, I guess Richard might only play three games. Yeah. Is he, should he be the favourite? There's a few other names floating around, but is he the Yeah, I think, I don't think he is. I think, cool. I think Shuey or McGovern probably in that West Coast game um, take the cake. Like, he, Dusty in the last half was exceptional. He didn't have the greatest first half. He didn't have a massive influence. To half-time, a lot of people were saying, you know, Guthrie had done really well on him, stopping him from, you know, kicking like um, long distance and stuff. And he yeah. had a lot of shorter handballs and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And obviously, that's his, that's his dangerous sort of thing, is his, his long kick and, and that sort of thing and, and breaking away and stuff. So I think, I think he had a, a fantastic game, but I think... Um, probably the best from from West Coast. Like thirty two touches, eleven tackles, goal, goal after, after siren, siren, clutch. Like it has to be. It, you can you can say oh yeah, but it's just a goal. But like it's not. He he went in the big moment and did that, and and I think McGovern as well. So I, I think one of those guys probably takes it. Having having said that, yeah. If you're looking at um odds, yes, he's he's he'd be the favourite as far as you you expect him to perform for the rest of the season. Yes, more than anybody the only else. Show, I don't disagree. I think Martin was great, but Shuey, you have to give him I mean there's Buddy was great um, nah even, not really you know like, he played Four. a good five minutes kick okay. three apart from that like he was fair um, like, serviceable Shuey I think would have to get player of the round but then in terms of the odds I haven't looked I'd be interested to see but yeah. you need to take in mind as well that 
the Guerriers medalist will be it has to be it has to be and a grand it will final. be a grand final yeah. player so yeah. there's no like do you think West Coast will play a grand final maybe not Probably so not, I no. don't so maybe he's a front runner but yeah. if he's going to win it you can't think yeah really. and yeah, I don't know who you're going to pick from uh, from Adelaide. Let's say it's Adelaide Richmond. Yeah, Crouch, like the Crouch uh, brothers, Eddie, probably not gonna. Eddie maybe, yeah. but wasn't that good. So it'll be interesting. He, he's certainly favourite, and he's like his ability to be to be game breaking is yeah. is massive. You you could just see him winning a North Smith. Like yeah. you can see it happening. Who so. was Kennedy, in a losing side? Did of Kennedy course. win it last year? No, nah, Kennedy had thirty five and kicked three, but uh, Joe Hannison. Oh, sorry, the no, that Gary. Yeah, I reckon Kennedy. Uh, he I'll must, find that yeah, out. He must have. Do that for us. I reckon he did. Yeah, sure. That was the first ever one. I love it. It's like an MVP. Kind yeah. Of uh, while Dave looks that up, James hit me. Do G. Uh, yeah. So we we touched on this before. Um, uh, coming back to it now, uh, did GWS really have such an amazing list? We keep on saying that you know they're they're a great. No, this just in, it was JP Kennedy from the Sydney Swans. Yeah, Yeah, I thought so. Um, So GWS, yeah, we we keep on saying they have a fantastic list and they're just underperforming and stuff. And um, I forgot to follow follow this up and do the rest of this today, but I'm just going to throw it to you anyway. Please do. Do they really have such a great list? Like, if if you look at their their side, I think they have they have some obvious guns. Yeah. But I reckon you go through it if if you put. Um, so we've got the Adelaide game up next to West Coast. If you put scores for those players, not of how they play, but just how good they possibly could be, yeah. I reckon if you added those scores up, you'd have Adelaide far, far above them yeah. and, and a couple of the other sides as well. I'm not sure that their list is that great. I think there's a lot of potential on it. Okay. But, for example, I think guys like Josh Kelly are obviously guns. Yeah. But there's and like yeah, your Toby Greens and stuff. But there's guys like DeBoer on there and and stuff who are just fucking past. So my yay or nay is, is their list overrated? Yeah. Do you think their list is overrated? Do you think it's actually good enough to win a grand final? Um, jeez, it's a it is a toughie. I think, I think it's good enough to win a grand final. I think it's maybe a bit overrated though. Yes, only because <coughs> you look at again we talk about potential all the time. We're talking about a team that's been in the comp for five or six years now. You'd expect most players that have been around in that time to have developed to the point where they're really, really pretty influential. You look at young guns like, um, you know, Clayton Oliver's 19 or something, and he's mm. already a superstar. Bond and Pelly's 20, 21. Yeah. I saw a stat the other day. Adelaide, I think I've said on the pod- podcast before, have zero top 10 picks. Yeah. GWS has something like 12. Yeah. 12 or 13 top 10 draft picks. Yeah. So you think, like, Five years after most of their drafts, why aren't they dominating? I think it's a little bit overrated. To be honest, the only thing that struck me was the midfield in particular. Like you said, mm. Josh Kelly gun, Callum Ward's solid without being... I compare him really closely to Sloan. Really yeah. courageous, really inspirational, great, without being like a gun, skillful yeah, player. Yeah, just an absolute And, and I, I think their other midfielders are good, like your Cornelios and your Shields, without being really next level. Yeah, see, kind of I think... Great. Like, yeah, if Matt, yeah. Matt and Brad Crouch can dominate them, I know there's more, you know, things than just those two, but yeah. if, if the Crows midfield can dominate them, then really, are they a little bit overrated? Maybe, I yes. think definitely, like, as far as, like, people will say, man, their midfield's so good, they've got, you know, Josh Kelly, Stephen Coniglio, and Dylan Shield. I yeah. think... Caniglia is only a good player at best. He's oh. certainly not an elite player. He doesn't do stuff every week that you're like, fuck, he's good. Yeah. 
Dylan Shield is going to be great for sure. But again, like you don't watch you don't watch him every week and go, fuck, that guy is just outstanding. Yeah. Like I think I think they're just not quite there yet. I know there's a um there's a thought that obviously they've only entered the comp five years ago, five or six years ago, I can't remember, but there would be a thought now that this year I don't think they're gonna make it. I don't even think they'll make the granny. No. Um, let alone win the granny. So does next year become just to throw it back at you? Does next year become their absolute tipping point? Like if they don't at least make a granny next year, we're talking like, geez, it's been six or seven years. Yeah. You know, what do you do? Do you like Leon Cameron? Yes or no? What do yeah. they do? Because you can't. How long are you gonna wait? You're not gonna wait twelve years. Yeah. So. Could be I worse. Think, could be Gold Coast. Yeah. Could yeah. Be much much out. worse. They're not in a you bad could have completely spot. fucked your whole side. But you know, every every preseason always hear all the experts saying GWS are gonna they they won't drop a game. Mm. They've got two good they've got two yeah. good draft picks. They will not lose. They'll win a great final. I think I think the issue. Happening. I don't know if we've touched on this before, but I think that one of the issues with GWS is like they're gonna lose like a guy like Josh Kelly. And they're probably going to continue to lose. I think um, Jacob Hopper and, and stuff have been really heavily looked at. They're going to continue to lose a lot of guys because they can't offer them the money that they want. The salary caps and they're going to so and much, they yeah. and they get good picks for them. And it's like, yeah, they're going to be good forever. But like, they don't really like unless they keep those stars yeah. and grow them like together and 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 keep them like as a as a team. Like they're they're not going to go yeah. anywhere. They're just going to like keep repeating themselves. Yeah, sort of more thing, more so. on that. I think people expect because you've got a top 30 draft pick that's going to come in and replace someone who's played 40 games. Let's say a Hopper who's played, what, 40, 50 games. I don't know fucking idea how old he is. Less than that. Let's say he plays 50 games and then he leaves. You replace him with an equal player on paper, but he's only played 12 games. It's going to take him another two years to get up to the And if you keep dropping one or two or three every year to the same scenario, they're just going to be constantly good, but potentially... No, never the, win one. Yeah, the ever. Only, the only thing I ever. can think ever. of as well ever. is if you look at the past, let's say, I don't know, five years, for example, particularly Hawthorne winning three flags, if you look at their kind of formula to success, I think it's the same with every premiership team, it's never, ever a team with this group of unbelievable 15 guns. It's always just a really, really solid yeah. list. Five guns and your bottom 10 are really, really good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, look at look at the, some of the picks GWS have. You know, you know, draft picks in the top ten. But look at look at we've got the two lists up of Adelaide right now. Look at Roy Sloan pick fifty. Yeah. Riley Knight through God knows what pick he was. Rory Atkins through a rookie draft. Roy Laird, Laird rookie draft. Laird, Laird through yeah. rookie draft. And they they all Australian. Leeds all Australian. Like it's just it's not so much about having the top draft picks. It's yeah, about exactly. forming a really solid team. Yeah. But I don't think they're in any. They're not in panic stations. They're obviously a really no. solid side. But whether they have the ultimate success we will see yeah it'll be interesting interesting debate um Jesus, that's it it's been about 45 minutes on that one yeah we've been <laughs> spitting bars um, before we get to our mixed bag Caddy I believe you might have a little something for us yes you, we like to call introduce. this one the uh, big fish challenge what about that roaming you can get anything you want <laughs> No, don't give me this team stuff, Jake. You give me the individual stuff. That is that is actually fucking funny. Fucking not my word. All right, I've got a uh, a new one. I uh, so they uh, obviously challenge different games each week. This one. Oh, was, 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sorry, that's you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. You can't really introduce yourself. No, no. I know all the answers. I've got them in front of me. Yeah. Um, so this is called what do I call it the uh, name and numbers game. Okay. So what I'm going to do is give you two players, and I want you to give the sum of their numbers. Oh, Jesus really Christ! Good. Really good. Like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not too good at my quick fire rhythm tick, but. All right. I reckon it's gonna be okay. Anyway. Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Um, just fucking scream them out. Yep. If you if you if scream you scream out the one answer, not both. One answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. If, and if you get if you if you call out one answer, you don't get another one. Yep. Okay. So if you fuck it up and you're yeah. wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. And you can get out of my house. Okay. Okay. Uh, question one. Yeah. Toby Green plus Stephen Coniglio. I don't even know Coniglio's Toby, number, I unfortunately. Know I'm going to take a stab that Coniglio is. I'll say altogether 29. Wrong. Yeah, well. I'm going to go unders. I'm going to go 23. Toby Green's. Oh, no, fuck, he's not 17. Toby Green's like, no, 19. What? Toby Green's 4. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> oh, I, knew, I knew he was 4. But... And Stephen Coniglio's 3. No. Oh, wow. Well, well, I didn't know we that. Were way off. Well, okay. yeah, oh, you were further off. It's, it's about to get to three <laughs> places, mate. Thank God. <laughs> 29, yeah. Number two. Yep. Mm. Josh Kelly plus Nathan Jones. Oh, damn, that's a hard one, I thought. Uh, three. Um, 11. Oh, both wrong. <laughs> both wrong. What the fuck's Kelly? Josh Kelly's 22. Oh, wow. Oh. Nathan Jones is number two. I thought he was two. Yeah. Right. Okay, there's I no thought point. Nathan Jones was number one. I thought you guys might be good at this. There's no point. <laughs> No right, point mate. in doing right, the next right. one. Right. Right. This, no, 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 do it. This is another Number good one three, for me, Daddy. Dale Thomas. Yep, go on. <laughs> Plus Charlie Dixon. Charlie uh, Dixon is... Fuck. I, I know what Dale Thomas is. <laughs> really? Yeah. I know what Charlie Dixon is. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to mock him? Do you want to get them yeah. together? You go. Uh, you go first. You go first. At the same time. Ready, set. set. 12, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's not 12. It's six. Tringo is 12. It's either 6 or 12. No, it's not. Uh, Angus Monfries is 6. Jeez. 4 is Ryder, I'm a, pretty sure. Have a stab. Well, Thomas is 39. You get half a point for that. Because okay. that's, okay. that's very if good. If I get Charlie yeah. Dixon's now, can you I... Can no, no, no. I, I, number 1. No. Damn it. I have no idea. I'm going to say <laughs> Charlie Dixon is number fucking... I only take notice of players who wins games. Charlie Dixon is number, obviously. Hurry up. 21. Oh, 22! <laughs> <laughs> Close, half a point, so you're still winning. I'm still winning, yep. Okay, this one's a bit easier. Good. Number four, Alex Rant oh. plus Nat Five. Why would you give us that? Number four, Alex Rant. Well, no, it's no, question it's four. Oh. oh, so Alex. It's not Alex Rance oh, no. number. Is Alex Rance number four? Matt Five would have to be number nine. Oh no. my god! What are you doing? You guys five. are five. What are five. you doing? He's not number five either. What is he then? I'll tell you in a second. God, I'm just going to be having a laugh. Right well, Five is obviously number seven. I know that. Yeah. And Alex Rance is obviously. He's number. Number. One. <laughs> He's close to number one. <laughs> this is as bad as I've ever I've seen. I've identified a real gap in my knowledge. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me. I'll, I'll get Rance. Okay. Give me six seconds. Five, four, three. He's twelve. No, he's eighteen. <laughs> oh, he is two, isn't he? Yeah, half a point for five though. Wow. So you're on one. I'm on one. There's one more, and it's, it's not actually it, baby. football related. Okay. okay. Number five is. Yeah. Question number five yep. is. 
Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan. Yep. Plus Real Madrid's Cristiano Ronaldo. 30. Yes, very good. Yeah, boy. Nice, yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Respect. Good, good, good. 2-0. Well, at least you got the fucking basket. Well, thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> what do you have to say? segment sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Back to the drawing board, Dave. Uh, okay. No, that would have taken you quite a bit of time, I imagine. So. Not really. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, let's move on to our segment. Um, this is the mixed bag. Mixed bag. Is that your voice? That's, that's that is your voice. Yep. Yeah. You sound different. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's pretty much the same. Uh, <laughs> mixed bag. There he is. Okay. So, yeah, it's right. Cool. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> oh, is this me? Fuck yes. it out. Okay, yep. swinging into it. Um, all right. The AFL has finally been deemed a too dangerous to play. Tom. A quote from McLaughlin says, It's just fucked, he says. Yeah. Players are just hell cooked all the time, man. Seriously, have you seen the injury list? It's just fucked sport. <laughs> That's actually directly That's from his mouth. Debate them. That's it. Uh, they've decided to indeed uh, turn it into footnet. They have? They have decided this. Finally, okay. dude. Finally. Finally. And they've just decided to mould all the teams into men's netball competition. Okay. Tom, I want you to pick your starting crow side. And Dave, I want to pick... I want you to pick your swan side. So you need a okay. goal shooter. Yep. Well, actually, I'll go. We'll just go through one by one. That's probably okay. easiest, right? Yep. So we'll go goal shooter. Josh Jenkins. Okay. Uh, goal shooter. I'll leave for. I'm gonna leave for. I'll write this down, actually. Yep. Write that down. Oh, because I, well. I want I want Buddy at goal attack. Mm, Nate yes. can't. Nate can't. Well, it's like, yeah. Okay. There could be several. Actually, players, maybe right? I should quick fire him at you. Yeah. Let's okay. Do quick. Okay. okay. Quick yep. fire. Go. Go, I'm going to move my mic. Okay, you got Josh Jenkins anyway, so okay, sucked whatever. in. Yep, you. Uh, Sam Reid. Oh, God, I can't write very fast. Reid. Goal attack. Uh, goal attack. I'll go Mitch McGovern. I'm not going to write him. Buddy. Yep. Wing attack. Um, uh, Tom Lynch. Gary Rowan. Oh, fast. Centres. Rory fucking Sloan. Oh. JP Kennedy. I don't reckon Kennedy can play anything but footy. He wouldn't be a good netballer. He's going to beat Wait. the fuck out of Sloan and petrol pump him. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's when, you, it's when you put your knee on someone's bicep and then you pull their arm up and down like you, you're pumping some petrol. <laughs> very, very obscure. It was so obviously net, quite bullied for us. If, if Kennedy can't contact, he can't do shit. Uh, can I change that from Sloan then? Yeah. <laughs> need sure. someone more dynamic. No, fuck it. <laughs> Let's get through it. Parker, <laughs> Parker actually, sorry. Okay. okay. Yeah. Wing defence. Um, I will go Rory Laird. Jake Lloyd spot strikes me as a good uh, netballer. Yeah, but like goal defenses. Uh, I'll say Daniel Talia. So I'll say um, as a bit of a roughy, Sam Jacobs. Put your big right one back there. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. He's yeah. fucking blocking everything, isn't he? You can't copy that now. Uh, Dane Rampy. <laughs> Goalkeeper. Who can have last line of defence? Daniel Talia. I'm getting the fucking big, the big spider, um, Sam Naismith. You know he's 206 centimeters. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, he's defending the house, and man. that is a fucking good game in netball. That's a good yeah. game. Yeah. I reckon I you'd sell. I'd like to see that. You'd sell oh, some There's a good chance that no that. other team in Australia beats those two teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no fucking way. Oh, very good. Okay, is are you saying this is happening? Because I've said it would happen. Uh, that's I, the way I the game was, going. Yeah, I was on the phone to Eddie earlier this morning, and he said that that what he have to do it. Yeah, no, he was just we just chatting. In the mornings, <laughs> and he said, "That's it." That's a quote straight from McLaughlin's mouth. He said in the Shit's meeting, fucked. "So, you no, know, it's happening, boys." Okay, 
Can't wait to see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll more excited. Uh, next one for you, James. Yes. Gary Ablett clearly wants out of the Gold Coast. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the interview earlier at the Best of Ferris. He won the Best of Ferris. They interviewed after, uh, him after that, and they said, you know, tell us about you know how you're going and where you're going to go after the season. He said, you know, I'm, not, I'm just taking some time off. Um, I think Gold Coast are doing well, so you know they'll they'll be fine. I mean, I mean we'll be fine. Oh no, You're big fraudy. Gary, scene. very embarrassing for Gary. So he he clearly wants out. Your Gold Coast chairman Tony Cochran, you look a bit like him. Ablett approaches you and he oh. wants to play hardball. He's got one year remaining in his contract, but he wants to move back home. So he threatens you that if you do not trade him back, he'll retire and he'll go on the footy show. And he's gonna he's gonna be part of a scathing interview where he says Gold Coast is crap and blah blah yep. blah, and, and you know really rip on the club, right? Yeah. So what do you do? A. Do you stick to your guns and say no, Gary, we're not trading you, and you just take whatever comes. Say do what you want, but we're not trading you. Yeah. That shows some strength. Yeah. B. Do you give in to Gary and you say, look, okay, we'll trade you, we'll get it done. Yep. Which shows maybe a little bit of restraint yep. or a bit of pussiness. Just depends how you look at it. Or C, do you say, hey, Gary, I'm going to flip the switch on you and do you publicly sack him and do you say, you know what, Gary wants to leave, he's not been part of our club culture, he's a terrible leader, and do you sack him in a show of ruthlessness? Do you turn it back on him? What do you do as chairman? Um, as much as I would love to do C just to be like just a massive dickhead, and just though. yeah, oh, definitely ruthless. Uh, I think I think what you would want to do is see, like because you you've tried to build your company. They are companies. You've tried to build your company Franchise, around yeah. around Gary Ablett, and and it's not worked out. And you, but that's really not Gary's fault. Okay. Personally, I think the I think the best decision is to go with B, because you, you just <clears throat> I think <clears throat> well, all we've ever seen from players that want to be traded and it gets ugly and the, the football club's trying to do something in a, in a show of strength. Yeah. I don't think that's ever turned out well for no, either parties. Not really. I'm trying to think of an the, example. Like the, the Kurt Tippett one for Adelaide was nasty. Went nowhere. Even the biggest players like Danny Drew leaving, you just, if they want to go, you, you kind of have to let them go. What, what can you really do? No, like the, um, or the, the, you know, the only one I can think of, Cam McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. When he wanted to leave, they said yeah. no and he ended up having a year off. Yeah, but that's not that's not good for them either. It's not good for anyone because yeah. like you end up um, losing a player. But yeah, exactly. So I think I think you just got to go. Look, it didn't work out. Just like get what we can from him now. It's yeah. like it's like when your um, stocks have just started falling. You don't just like be like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah. I'll just stick with them until just they bottom out to yeah. zero. Yeah. yeah, you just like chip out and, and just get what you can. I get. think that's probably what. And you still get something for Gary, like. Yeah, you get a, he's not. He's not. You get a round draft pick, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's better than than just going like not nothing and then. I think we all love the story of him coming back to Geelong. Well. Yeah, except for now, I hate Geelong. So. True. Fair. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. Number three. <laughs> yeah. For you, Tom. Yeah. You've arrived at GWS. Oof. Wait, have I? Did I stick with GWS? Yeah, I did. I, I changed teams so many times when I did this. I okay. couldn't, couldn't find a good list. So. Sure. These are our questions, right? You've arrived at GWS in the preseason um, after getting through through the grassroots tennis program. Tennis program. Firstly, congratulations. That's some sort of a feat. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> rare, but I'll take it. Well, I'm a fair tennis player. You, you, you lack personality. Yep. Because all you know. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> because all you know is sport. Yep. 
Uh, you have no confidence and you're pretty much a virgin. Okay. So pretty relatable, not hard to... Okay. <laughs> <Keep going>. <laughs> you see three main groups and you decide that you must affiliate yourself with one of them to work your way into the team and not be an outcast. You decide you do whatever that, that group's going to do. You're just going to be a sheep. Yeah, yeah. Who do you pick out of these three groups where yep. the leaders of each of the groups are? So group yep. one, you've got Phil Davis, Tom Scully, and Matt DeBoer. Oh, yeah, so next. I reckon you're probably not allowed to drink beers. <laughs> group two, Toby Green. Probably remaining a virgin as well. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Green, Heath Shaw, and Stephen Coniglio. Oh, yeah. For the rap hat, yeah. <laughs> group three, Brett Delidio, Ryan Griffin, and Stevie Johnson. Oh, dude. Group two for sure. <laughs> Toby Green, he's sure, Stephen Caniglia. I don't know about Caniglia. I don't know if he's part of the rap hat, but he's sure yeah, Toby Green, was. dude, would, would have a ripper time. They're going to party, aren't they? For sure, man. Do it every day. You have to be around them all the time. He would get annoyed. I, Toby Green would I reckon like, Toby Green's probably better to hang out I with than we give him credit for. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon yeah. he's sure yabber on a bit, but yeah. Yeah. shout out to him. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, definitely. Group two. Fair I'm enough. sure I'm had a Play tennis. I feel like group. I feel like group three would be like all just chilling now, like playing Scrabble. Pretty old dudes. Yeah. Griffin Johnson. Like having like a couple beers, but like, oh fuck, I'm pretty tired. I need to go to bed early. I would agree. Yes, group two. The the rat pack. Uh, James, last one is for you and Dave. Mm -hmm. Here it is. In an effort to increase player movement between clubs, similar to the NBA, and to make sure that the best players are present during the whole final series instead of you know. The best players disappearing after the first game. Yeah. The yeah. AFL introduces a new rules. A new rule. Each final <coughs> team, when they defeat a certain side, you can take or kind of trade one of your players for a player from the team you've just beaten. So, for example, this week Adelaide beat GWS, Sydney beat Essendon. So the players don't have to be of equal value. You can just say, "I'm dropping this player and I'm taking this player from your team." Okay. So they want to see the best players playing the whole time. What's the point in a Dusty Martin entering finals if he's going to be out in the first week? You want to see him play four games. Yep. So who do you trade? Dave, Sydney beat Essendon. Who do you take? You can take any player, but you have to drop one of your players. Who is it? Because I know our list is good enough anyway, I'm going to drop Harry Cunningham because he wasn't very good. I'm going to bring Job in for the story. I'm going to take him to a fucking flag. I like that. that. Just roll off the bat. I like that. I like that too. James, Adelaide defeated GWS. Who do you take? It's my boy. (laughs) It's my boy. As if you're going to say anything. It's my boy. I'm just going to set him loose as well. Kelly. So like, I'm not even going to play him in the middle either. I'm going to drop someone like a... Actually, to be fair to David McKay, he played pretty well. He played pretty well, but he's getting fucking dropped. And, and I'm just going to play Kelly wherever he wants in the field. I'd love to see that. So I'm going to play, I'm going to start him in the forward line and go, mate, we got some inside ball winners. You just do whatever the fuck Probably you want. Probably actually makes sense as well because he's coming from another club into Adelaide's structures and plans and like, so he wouldn't yeah. actually know any of us set up. So you might yeah. as well just say to him, look, you're a gun. Yeah. Go where you want. Just like, you know, you know who's left foot is and right foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got no structure at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. Very precise. Quick answers from you guys. I'm not doing the fifth one. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, that brings us to a preview of the next round of footy. It's a preview of the next round. That niggas got me hot. Hello and welcome to a preview of the next round. As the title may suggest, this is where Jake and Hajo predict the next round. Today, we have round... Finals round two! 
you having you having you as a guy as a co-host. I was going to go. It's going to go for a harmony, but okay, good. Um, there's only two games to review, boys, which is shorter than usual. Do I, Dave? The first one. Oh, well, I'll me? get your opinions on on both. Of them. Yeah. Okay. Game one is Geelong versus Sydney <coughs> at the MCG. Yeah. Um, I think Sydney, Geelong. Yep. Yeah, no, Geelong are fucked. No, no Guthrie, Selwood's <laughs> Cook, Dangerfield can't do it all on his own. Playing against a, a top side midfield at the MCG, I think yep. Sydney are in awesome form. There was a few people sort of saying, oh, you know, maybe Essendon will give them a bit of a, a, a push, and they just fucking pull their fucking them. pants yeah. down. So Dave, Sydney, Sydney, quite, yeah, Sydney, quite yeah, categorically. I agree. I can't see how Geelong would win. Um, game two, maybe a bit of a closer one. <clears throat> GWS versus West Coast. This is at Spotless Stadium. I'll start us off by throwing a spanner in the works. I'm going West Coast. Wow. No Mumford, no Cameron. West Coast have some proven finals players. Just some old school units. They just proved it on the big stage. And old old school units, GWS, they're pretty rattled. Like, they probably just want to have a big one. Like They're all young. <laughs> so yeah, West Coast. James? I would like to think the West Coast can win, but I don't think um, having to travel back to West Coast... Then back up to GWS, yep. or up to Spotless. A lot of travel going on, and I think um, probably GWS just have the the cattle to get across the line. I think yep. I think they like I think they genuinely do care. Um, mm. uh, I think it'll be a really close game though. I, I, so probably just I, agree, GWS. I reckon it'll be really close. I think the the real the pressure and the onus goes back on GWS to say that you've lost your first final. Going out in straight sets is horrendous and unacceptable <clears throat> you're at home West Coast they had an incredible win but they're not expected they weren't expected to win that let alone no. this one so I think I think um, on the back of that GWS have more to play for I think they'll just get over the line but I would think it'll be close yeah they're also pretty good at spotless on up there West on Coast their, on the, the, um, GWS, GWS. Yeah. they, yeah, they no, played no. well all season so um, West Coast haven't travelled not that very well, well only they? really yeah. in Adelaide wasn't it That'll be a couple of interesting games, and it brings us to our conclusion and our final segment. Dave, you, you can you repeat the clue? Because our listeners are waiting with bated breath right now. Um, a lot I'm, of them have I'm written getting, down probably their answers. Yeah, I'm getting actually less and less confident about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we, got, we, we, we obviously have to do it now. Um, yeah. the, the, the clue was, yep. <clears throat> my nickname was Inspector Gadget. I was part of the 1993 Premiership team, known as the Baby Bombers. Yep. I have a young sister who went to Blackwood High School. Got it. I named this song after her. The only reason I got it was because I was remembering the movie Inspector Gadget when he has really long arms. Yeah, that's it. Dustin Fletcher. Yeah. Oh. So, 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 what, what you have to pick oh, the song. Oh, so the song is what would Dustin Fletcher be? Fletcher. Think I have a, I have a younger sister who went to Blackwood High yeah, School. Shouldn't be talking about people on there. <laughs> um, no, no idea. Let's, uh, it's yep. Ruby by oh, the Ka- by the Kaiser Chiefs. Oh yeah, great song. Yeah. Well, there's been a, a big build up to it. Dave is really confident. Jesus fucking Christ. Really <laughs> He's freaking out. Um, we'll let this take us to the conclusion and out. Yeah. Can you play like a mild percussion? Oh, probably oh, really soft. everyone on the spot now. Um, Actually, we'll, nah, fuck it. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. We'll be back next week. Um, and Dave, take it away. Thank oh, you. well, I've just got to remember how to play the intro. Okay. All right. Live podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> good luck. <laughs>
Oh wait, sorry. I'm gonna start again. Let it never be said that poor power are dead. Cause Big Charlie's kick three and our grey's in the best. There is nothing they need but to hit up a lead. But when God's got the ball and Paul Lack, that's a free. Shooey, 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 shooey. Do you, do you, do you, do ya? Know what you're doing, do it to me. Shooey, 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 shooey. Because I didn't know to play the fucking intro. That's right. Fantastic. I get the feeling you like Horacio Fantasia as a name. Yeah, I do. I do. We're not here to take part. We're here to take over. No way. No way. He played deliberate. That is unbelievable. That umpire cannot play that kick. Arazio Fantasia. I'm so mean I make medicine.